afternoon. Live from Fort Street in downtown Louisville, WFPK presents our weekly live music showcase, Live Lunch. And now, from our performance studio, here's your host, Laura Shine. Excited to have this uh, band with us. Um, I don't know if it's their first time in Louisville. It's the first time we've had them here, though, for live lunch. They do have a new album. It's called I'll Be Yours. They've also got a very interesting backstory, and we'll be talking with the band a little bit later. They're playing tonight at the New Vintage with the Quiet Hollers. So I'll get started around 9. Will you welcome, please, to WFBK's live lunch, the Americans. <laughs> Lift him up, that's all He whistled as he filled his old suitcase I threw my crutches in the trunk Sealed the oils and packed it all away Every crossroad looked alike to me In the poor towns where we drove just a dusty country highway But my father called them gospel roads When he raised his voice They'd fall silent as if called by name And he spoke of people long ago Living places far away We'd shill them like the carnival The old and the young Turned their pockets inside out and Blessed our hearts for doing what we'd done We brightened up their faces Once weary and forlorn Discover but a clever scheme Where visions of their hopeful dreams were born I put my hand in his When it was time to go We'd strike a tent, pick up dust All the way up that gospel road Speaking from his heart 
When the day came to bury him I had a chance to start anew But you stick to what you know I took to his Once I'd outgrown my Sunday suit I pulled up my grieving roots Before they had a chance to grow Cut him from my memory I drove east down some old gospel road Thank you so much.
I appreciate that. Uh, once again, we're the Americans. It's great to be here playing for you. That was a that was a song, uh, an old one of ours, and I guess uh, I probably came up with the words to that from some old children's book about a traveling preacher. So this is a song called "The Last Chance." <laughs> Oh, darling. 
Thank you. Thanks so much. That tune was called Nevada. This one here is Harbor Lane. We walked down by that old Harbor Lane 
Finished a new album here, so we're just playing some songs from that. 
Uh, that was called Harbor Lane. This song here is called The uh, Right Stuff.
Thank you. It's the Americans on WFBK's Live Lunch. And they're playing tonight at the New Vintage. Quiet Hollers open. All starts at 9. We'll be talking with the band here in just a moment. WFBK Radio Louisville's Live Lunch Series is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. And thanks also to the City Cafe with Citywide Delivery for any event for for, uh, providing lunch for our members today. Next week on Live Lunch, we have a great Louisville band called Frederick the Younger. They just put out a new EP, and they're going to be here for Live Lunch. That's next week. You can go to WFBK.org, see who else is coming in the next few weeks, and listen to past programs there as well, and check out video and cool links and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Again, that's at WFBK.org. Org. So we have the Americans with us today, and uh, first time on Live Lunch. Thanks, guys, so much for being here. Thanks for having us. It's great to be here. It's our pleasure. I mean, you came all the way from L.A. We did. Yeah, we're heading to the East Coast and back. Wonderful. That's a. It's a pretty. That's a. That's a long tour. <laughs> yeah, we pretty much just finished the album and then hit the road. And the new album's called "I'll Be Yours." Yeah. Did you work with the producer on this record? We or? produced it ourselves. We produced all our own uh, material. But this is our. This will be our first uh, full-length studio album. Okay, and then that song you just played called The Right Stuff is on that record, right? It is, yeah. and I think you might have played it about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. One of us did, anyway. Um, well, uh, we I mean, I've been certainly enjoying that uh, that new single. I also noticed that the Secret Sisters are on the album, and I'm a huge fan of them. And They're great. So they're... They're they're on the album, but you guys also have been touring with them a little bit or playing well, with them or no? We just we had happened to have a few shows in their neighborhood, and so we uh, we called them up, and they're they're kind enough to join us. So we, we were on Music City Roots uh, just the other night, and then uh, on uh, what on Saturday we're going to be in Bluegrass Underground uh, playing with them as well Which, in, uh, in uh, McMinnville, Tennessee. Bluegrass Underground looks like a really interesting venue. I've never seen anything like it. I haven't either. Yeah, we remember it was going to be our first time. So so it's a cave. It's a cave. Uh, how many feet? Are- 333 feet under the ground. Wow. They say it stays kind of warm, so... <laughs> well, it stays one temperature, supposedly, yeah. I guess, right? And so so that's tomorrow, Bluegrass Underground, and they have all these great sort of Americana shows there, and you all will be a part of that. Um, speaking of Americana, I mean, this is sort of the genre you're getting, you're getting sort of lumped into, but you also just play just kind of straight-ahead rock and roll. Um, but something very big is about to happen for you guys, which is that... You all are featured in American Epic, this uh, new documentary. Yeah, it's a, it's a PBS uh, historical documentary uh, all about the first commercial field recording, so the first time the record label set out for profit uh, around rural America uh, and captured all the music that uh, hadn't been yet and they hadn't had the technology to capture, thinking they would just sell it back to those local communities for a modest profit, but instead found that they had overnight successes all over the country. Uh, a lot of it uh, here in uh, you know Louisville, where uh, jug band music began. That's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is going to be what a three-part documentary, and I think that's right. Uh, it's there's so there's a historical segment, and then there's also a, a, a what they call the sessions, which is uh, basically all of these uh, contemporary musicians getting together and recording uh, for the first time anyone's tried it since the 1930s when it was scrapped on the original equipment that they used on those field rec- uh, recording sessions. So wow, the original uh, amplifier and lathe. And what's your all's role in that? Oh, uh, we, we recorded a song, and then we also were a bit of sort of the studio band for the sessions. So when other artists would come in, we'd stand in and play different parts. Um, and what kind of artists are we talking about? Oh, uh, well, there's a great country artist we played with named Ashley Monroe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard are in it. Uh, <laughs> oh the gosh. rapper Nas uh, does a song in it <laughs> wow. uh, that we picked out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, Jack White's in it because uh, he's producing it. So did you all play with Jack White then? 
Oh, we, I don't think, we're not on his, actually, you know, I think Jake did, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Jake right. did on the, on that Nas track, yeah. Well, that's just, I just <laughs> think that's so cool. Um, and this was produced by Jack White and Robert Redford and T-Bone Burnett. Yes. It was T-Bone the connection, is that how you guys got picked, or? Actually, no, it was, it was totally uh, by chance. The, uh, the filmmaker was looking for bands, they, they were, they were working on the film in Los Angeles, they're, uh, the filmmakers are British, but they're, they're in LA, and, uh. They went to go see us uh, at a bar we were playing, uh, and they, they were interested in us because I guess they, they were looking for a band that could play. Uh, there was a modern band that played rock and roll, but uh, had roots in old-time music. They knew how to play old-time music, you know, mm-hmm. banjo and fiddle music and the uh, uh, country blues. That's what they were looking for. That's what they said when they introduced <laughs> themselves. <laughs> and you guys fit the bill perfectly. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just about a perfect match. Wow. What, did, what had been going on for you up until that point? Um, because I think I think you're also well. You have it for sale here. Actually, you're on this compilation called Sons of Rogues Gallery, yeah, produced by Johnny Depp. That's right. That was um, that record came out uh, as a sort of unofficial addendum to uh, the uh, the Pirates movies. I think the studio wasn't really interested in having an art project album tied to that enormous production, but <laughs> but he went and did it anyway with Gore Verbinski, and uh, so. Um, uh, Hal Wilner, who's this wonderful producer we've worked with in the past, uh, he's he was in charge of it. He did the first one. This is the sequel. Okay. The first one has been one of my favorite albums ever since it came out. So to be on the sequel was really a great thing. And it's all like what pirate shanties. It's, it, and... That's what sort of Hal's good at is he gets yeah. all these artists together uh, that are all his friends from all over the spectrum, and they all uh, hone in on one. Uh, subject. So, for instance, all of the songs of Disney or songs by Leonard Cohen, or in this case, uh, sea shanties dating back hundreds of years. So everyone's doing their own versions of sea shanties. So all theme comp- these theme compilations, and, and so you all are in very good company on this record. It has Keith Richards and Tom Waits and Iggy Pop, and the list just goes on and on. Yeah. That is so cool. Um, where, do, where are you? I know you're based in L.A., but where, where are you from? Originally, um, uh, two of us are from LA originally. The other two are from uh, the Bay Area. Okay. I grew up in San Francisco, and Tim grew up near there too. All right. And w- when did your interest in sort of early American music, and when did that start for you? Well, it's different for each of us. Uh, Zach's family's been playing, uh, you know, traditional American music for a long time, uh, long before his dad and his dad's dad and everything. Um, for, Zach. Zach uh, is the guitar player. All right. Um, I think for for uh, Jake and myself it was probably when we started learning the guitar. You know, in high school, the way you do, we were playing the guitar. We started tracing the artists that we liked back to the music they listened to. And w- once we got you know uh, significantly involved in that music, listening to a lot of it, it became really clear how good it was. Right, right. You said Zach's dad. Is it who's 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 Zach's dad? Oh, uh, he, he's a, a, a professional a bluegrass musician, uh, Fred Sokolow. Okay, all right. Well, if you wouldn't mind, please introduce uh, the rest of the band. Oh, yeah, well, it's uh, Jake Faulkner on the electric and the upright bass. Excellent. Um, And uh, again, it's Zach Sokolow on the electric guitar and the banjo. That's uh, Tim Carr playing the reed organ and the drums. And then Patrick Ferris, who we're talking to, vocalist and guitarist for the band as well. Um, and that, that red guitar, I wish people could see that, but Zach's got one of the prettiest guitars I've ever seen. Zach, can you walk up to the mic here for just a second? Tell us a little bit about this guitar for us guitar geeks. Yeah, this is a, it's made by National. They're kind of known for their resonators mostly. Uh, this was, it was made in the 60s, and 
forget the, the name of the model. Do you know the name of it, Patrick? You know, I, I can never remember what it's called. I, it, probably like a Westwood or something or other. But uh, fiberglass. But it's party. actually it, it wasn't immediately clear to me. But it's actually meant to uh, resemble a map of the United States. Oh, sort of wow, imperfectly. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> kind of skimped on Florida, but I think it's sort of yeah. <laughs> uh, and so when uh, we just made, we just uh, we just uh, printed some new T-shirts, and Zach uh, actually traced these guitars. He traced mine and he traced his, and for our, each of our shirts. <laughs> I love it. And your guitar looks looks well worn as well. Yeah, what, what is that for? This is an old one. This is uh, from I think somewhere around '58. Uh, mm -hmm. It's an old Harmony. That sounds great. Yeah. I well, like Scarlet. yeah. <laughs> well, again, uh, we are talking with the Americans, and again, they are playing tonight at the New Vintage. They do have not only albums and T-shirts for sale, but also combs for your hair. I noticed beer koozies <laughs> and beer koozies too. All right. Well, let's welcome once again to FPK's live lunch the Americans. Thank you. Song of our love plays on in my ears. 
800 miles away or more, I feel I don't belong anywhere. Don't say you haven't seen him. He's just a child. I don't know who else to ask. If someone doesn't find him, I'll have the whole department brought to task. But he is already gone. Riding fast. Yes, he's already on. Gone at last. Thank you.
All right, we're going to play a tune here called I'll Be Yours. That one was called Stowaway, also off the uh, new album. We ended up uh, actually naming the whole album after this next song. It's another one of these sort of story songs. I'll Be Yours.
Let's all be yours. This is a song we recorded for uh, our last release, but uh, we like it a lot, so we're going to keep playing it. This is a song called Can't Contain Myself.
Time for one more long one, which is what this is. <laughs> Shouldn't really give that away at the beginning of the song. But, uh, uh, these have all been our songs, uh, but uh, this one is not. This is an old song that uh, uh, we found. It's from, uh, it's not that old, it's from 1945. And uh, I actually, I was looking for it everywhere. I finally only managed to get it on a, a 78 record. Uh, it's by a group called the Evangelist Singers. And uh, it's from just the you know very end of that era when uh, I guess you could say songs were almost like uh, newspaper headlines or maybe like uh, Twitter or something today where basically uh, an event would happen and within the week there'd be at least one or two songs written about it and in circulation. Uh, so this was written the uh, year uh, FDR died. called Tell Me Why You Like Roosevelt. Grabbed a brush and dipped it in water and began to paint. The 
looked at the president and began to feel faint. She never painted a picture for him at night. Do that the president didn't look right at the time of day. It was 12 o'clock to help me that Elizabeth had to stop. Well, great God almighty, she started too late. That's why they call it the unfinished portrait. For a little bit later, about 1.30, he had a cerebral hemorrhage. The world looked muddy. They called Atlanta, Washington, too. A like zigzag line, and the calls came through. Called long distance to notify his wife. Dr. Bruin said he died at 3.35. Well, great God almighty, weren't no bells to tone. Less than 30 minutes, the world was in moan. And I cried about Roosevelt. I cried about Roosevelt. Cried about Roosevelt. Oh, God almighty, he was a poor man's friend when Hoover's administration Congress assembled. All of the poor folk began to tremble. The rich would ride in the automobile. Depression made poor people rob and steal. But a look next door to our beloved neighbor was getting nothing for his hard labor. But great God Almighty, they were moonshine stealing. Right about a crime wave, robbing and killing after Hoover had made the poor man moan. Roosevelt stepped in, gave us a comfortable home. That is why I like Roosevelt. Why I like Roosevelt. Why I like Roosevelt. Lord God Almighty was a poor man's friend when Roosevelt's administration, Congress assembled. First appointment in history of a Negro general, Benjamin O. Davis. I'm proud to relate. The first Negro general of the United States and after Dory Miller showed his skill, they kept sending him to sea until he got killed. But Roosevelt said, I'll back the attack. He appointed a Negro captain over white and black. This qualified man was Hugh sack. Racial prejudice he tried to rule out, invited Negro leaders into the White House. He advocated fair practice of labor. He let the poor man know he was our emancipator, made him out of the noon first lady of this land. He left part of his will to Mr. Purdy Man. He endorsed inventions by Dr. Washington Carver. Why I say he was an earthly father, cause he took my feet out of the white clay. Had to look back at the WPA. That is why I like Roosevelt. Why I like Roosevelt. Why I like Roosevelt. Well, Lord God Almighty was a poor man's friend. And I told you the story of Roosevelt's life. And now he's done with his grief and his strife. But great God Almighty, he left his sweet wife. Had not been worried since she was a girl But after Roosevelt's death What would become of the world She notified her sons Across the sea Don't get worried about all me Just keep on fighting For victory Your papa's dead Boys, a year I'll have grown I wouldn't worry about your daddy But the world was in bone Sad about Roosevelt
president needed his rest, his battle done fought, victory done won. Our problems have just begun. Your burden get heavy, you don't know what to do. Call on Jesus, he's a president too. It was sad about Roosevelt. The Americans on WBK's Live Lunch playing tonight at the New Vintage. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to WFBK Radio Louisville's Live Lunch, made possible by our contributing listeners. Andy High is our recording engineer. Paul Nevert runs the house sound. And WFBK's Live Lunch is produced by Stacey Owen. <laughs>